Hello, this is Sally Cronin with part two of the story of Alexander. Last week we met Alexander Winterbottom, known as Alex to his friends. His mother Joyce had been besotted with Richard Burton and having been to see Alexander the Great the night he was conceived, had bestowed this name upon her son. At 20 he is finishing his apprenticeship in a garage when he spots a poster that might offer him a great opportunity. You can find part one of the story by scrolling down the menu. Alexander, Defender of Men, Part 2 It was December of 1982 and Joyce and Percy waited anxiously in their immaculate living room. Only used for special occasions, it was decorated with the Christmas tree that Percy had picked up at the market and streamers stretched across from each corner of the room. Percy clasped one of his wife's hands as the other fingered her string of pearls around her plump neck. Don't worry, love. He'll be here soon. He soothed his nervous wife. The clock on the mantelpiece chimed and they both looked across at it for the tenth time in the last hour. Finally, they heard a car drop outside and voices talking in the street. Joyce heaved herself out of her chair and pushed past Percy to get into the hall. She tentatively released the catch on the lock and opened the door to face the visitor standing there. She'd not seen her son for two long years and she looked at him in wonder. He had filled out a great deal since joining the Royal Navy six years before, and even more so since the last time he was home on leave. The boy who had stood before them at age 20, nervous of their reaction as he announced he was enlisting in the services, was now a grown man. He looked so impressive in his new petty officer uniform with his cap tucked under his arm. There had been letters and photographs, of course, and he'd been so wonderfully exotic places. He had worked hard and had been rewarded with a steady progression through the ranks. Joyce was sure that her idol Richard Burton and his namesake Alexander the Great would have been proud of him. Letters, however, could never take the place of seeing her son again. She put her hand to her mouth and then launched herself at him, sobbing as he put his strong arms around her. Behind him, Percy looked on proudly. Alexander might not be his son by birth, but he was bloody proud all the same. He blessed the day he had gone around to their flat to fix that leaky pipe 20 years ago and found a family at the same time. He might not have given his beloved wife as illustrious a name as she had dreamed of as a teenager, but she called him her hero, and that was good enough for him. He was hugely relieved to see Alex standing before them in one piece. They had waited for days to find out if the lad was safe. Like the parents of those on both sides of the short conflict, they had been glued to the news on the television every night. Huddled on the sofa together, they'd watched anxiously as naval and land battles had been fought so far away in the Falklands. It had been absolutely terrifying when Alex's ship had been hit several times in an air attack. They were finally told that the lad had been slightly wounded but was fully recovered and would be on his way home on leave in time for Christmas. Tears filled Alexander's eyes as the two people he loved most in the world each took a hand and led him into the festively decorated living room. He loved being in the service and his world had broadened so much over the last six years. He doubted he would ever come back to live here permanently, but this was his home and always would be. For a moment or two, he stood looking around at the streamers and welcoming banners, overwhelmed by their love and thoughtfulness. Joyce smoothed her hand over her son's gold braid on the sleeve of his uniform and looked up at his handsome face. She laughed delightedly. Well, I never love. You look just like Richard Burton. Thanks very much for joining me today and I hope you enjoy the story. Please leave a comment if you have time.